Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Lighted Paths Radio. I'm your host, Claire Papan. It's my hope that the information and interviews shared here continue to reach higher ground and offer inspiration that speaks to the heart and potential of today's evolving humanity and world. My guest, Anne Bibby, is a psychic medium, Reiki master, and teacher, cranial sacral therapist, face reader, and a motivational speaker. You can connect with Anne through her website at annebibby.com, and you can also find her on Facebook at Anne Bibby Intuitive Healer. She's here today to share about the nature of the great consciousness shift that is currently underway and talk about the practice of self-love. And it's really good to have you on the show, Anne. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Claire. Thank you for having me. Yes, a great pleasure. And I think it might be useful for um, for us to hear a little bit of background as to how you even began your journey in this type of work that you're doing now. Oh, boy. Well, I was always intuitive and extremely sensitive as, as a child. I knew things were coming before they did and had a lot of premonitions and precognizant dreams and whatnot and just kind of put that on the shelf just based on how I was raised and it actually all came back to life so to speak in oh I'd say a little bit after the time that my mom died which was the end of 05 I just started I don't even really know how to explain it other than things just started to come up that I was aware of again I started um, receiving messages and from from spirit guides, what I now know are spirit guides, and just being tapped, being tapped to to wake up and figure out, you know, why am I here? What am I? What is my purpose? Or what am I doing? And that kind of thing. Questions I really hadn't probably ever sat with or had landed with me prior to that. I was in the corporate world for so many years that I was in my head, literally. And there was just something about the period of time that I took after she passed away that everything started coming to the forefront. And and my sister at the time wanted to do a tarot reading, which was very unusual for her. So obviously there was more to it than her just coming up with that idea. Um, so we did that, and then I discovered Reiki in that process and had that work done on me. Had a few had sessions and then started taking classes and it just evolved from there. I literally mm. stepped right into it and things happened rather quickly for me. But I think it was you know, something I, that I tapped with for a long time prior to, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it started very early for you and you began to notice some of this. Um, when you were in the corporate world, you, the gifts really showed up in ways that were surprising to you. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I was 
a headhunter right out of college. I moved from Colorado to Southern California, and, and I literally was placing. That's when uh, companies, you know, paid decent fees for for people for um, personnel, and I was placing people sometimes in temporary positions, but with a lot of companies, we had contracts, and they were they were paying for. Um, staff members, and I was interviewing, of course, the clients, and then working with the companies and whatnot. And I was tuning in, but didn't know. I thought everybody did that. I literally could see what person belonged with what company and who would get along. And I would get, you know, visions and senses and feel, hear, see, know. And I really, honestly, thought everybody in the office did that. I didn't understand that that was, I thought that was just, just normal. So I was winning a lot of sales awards, and I just thought, well, I get along really well with my boss, and this is fun, and this is easy, and, well, that's, I guess, not the case. But I definitely mm-hmm. discovered, you know, years later that that's what I was doing, for sure. And and then my ex-husband and I had home care for the elderly, and I dealt with the ombudsman and the families, and I knew when it, when it was time for people to transition and or go into convalescent. I just would get those messages. I could tell. And I didn't, you know, obviously didn't share that with family members because I didn't understand what it was, but it would happen exactly the way I saw it. So, yes, in business I was using it, but I did not. I really honestly believe that everybody kind of knew that. And I yes. do believe that. Everybody has that that gift, whether they tap into it or not, whether they believe it or, you know, there's, I have a lot of mm-hmm. clients and students that think they're crazy when they <laughs> get these kinds of intuitive hits, but that's not the case. Right. Yes. Yes. And more and more people are beginning to notice these intuitive gifts and, and tune in. That's that's part of the consciousness shift that's underway would you would you agree absolutely absolutely and even more so i would say over the last even six months i've noticed people are they're waking up you know i don't know if there's a better term for that but they literally are becoming they're just so much more aware and and the little kids that are born now same thing the stuff that they see and know and hear is amazing so, yeah, I have a, a on a consistent basis and I've I've definitely noticed it more over the last few months. Yes. And 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 saying things and realizing things about themselves or in their lives or or they'll get messages from their loved ones on the other side. You know, I had a recent client that's she's fairly new to me. I think she's only come in about three or four times and just started talking about. She said, "I, I know my, I can, I hear my dad talking to me. Is that my dad?" And she started asking me because you know you question yourself. You wonder what, it, what is this? What does this mean? Mm-hmm. And so she's. I think she thought something was was wrong with her at first, and of course that's that's not the case. It's she definitely is seeing and hearing him and getting messages, and so validating that and giving. For clarity, mm-hmm. it helped, and then from from that, she's moved on to other other pieces of bringing the intuitive 
aspects of herself into her life rather than just being in her mind all the time. And this goes on with, you know, I have a lot of clients like this. So really noticing more, so much more. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, it's unique to each individual, too, some of the ways that this is unfolding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Everyone's completely different. Right. And for for you, if you were to describe, for those who may not know, what this thing is that we're calling the consciousness shift, how would you describe it so they would have a better understanding of what's underway? Well, there's literally been an entire on this planet shift in in global consciousness, universal consciousness, um, people literally seeing and knowing more than they ever have. It was it's you know, we've always up until what they call the big thinning thinning of the veils or or whatnot in twenty twelve when the shift occurred before that, I don't know that people even really knew what that was. It's it's like it's a frame of mind where you're not able to you're more it's like you're in a tunnel and it's darker it literally is is darker like like there's a shadow over everybody or a you know kind of like when it's cloudy outside and the sun comes out you can see more it's Mm -hmm. there's a there's a shift in the energy of itself in and of itself and people are more aha. Oh, I understand this, or I get that, or um, they're connected to a, a oneness that that we weren't. Was, That's a beautiful more, analogy um, that you're sharing with the uh, the idea of the tunnel. It's as if um, when you were talking about the veils lifting, or you know the 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 people waking up. It's as if the t- the walls of the tunnel have expanded and opened wider where more of a view is available for us to see now. Absolutely. It's it's like the curtains are opened. You, you literally can, you can, you're able to see and know more um, as, a, as, as one, all of us together. And of course, everybody has their own personal journey and their own way of, and it may take, you know, lifetimes for some and many in this one. Um, mm-hmm. But everybody is basically moving in that direction, whether they realize what that is or, or it's kind of you know hard to articulate. But they sense something's different, mm-hmm. and sense, they sense things about themselves. You wake up about yourself as all of this is occurring. You have your own epiphanies and your own. You realize, oh my word, this I feel different about this same thing that I've been doing for a hundred years. Something about it, I need to look at or do something mm-hmm. about something in me changing. Um, you know, and that comes about for all kinds of different reasons, you know, patterns. Right. You know, and whatever. the awareness of the environment, too. Many, many more people are starting to um, be more, feel more connected to uh, nature and the environment and... Um, that's manifesting in different ways as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. People are much. They're they notice. You know things like oh, I saw a hawk fly by, or they, you know they notice things in nature, animals in nature, and realize that they, you know they're messengers, and 
yeah, that's that's a that's a big shift as well. Every that everything mm-hmm. in the environment, right? Whereas before they they were pretty much there's that tunnel again, sort of tunnel vision, where mm-hmm. their awareness was not as expanded into the environment around them, just more so in their um, daily living without including some of these other parts of who they are, like the environment. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or I'll have, you know, I've had several clients come in and say, you know, and just, what is going on in the planets? Everybody's dot, dot, dot today. And mm. it's true. I mean, it really is true. And so they're they're noticing people's behavior more, um, an energy of feeling, you know, an emotion. There's more sadness in the air today or there's more hostility or there's more whatever and chances are mercury's in retrograde or something it's a new moon full moon whatever and they don't necessarily follow that or even know about it but they can sense it and i literally have noticed that much more over the last six months eight months something like that Mm -hmm. so what are some of the things that you can offer in um you have so much wisdom around this topic that can support people through um this experience of the of the shift that's going on. What are some of the things that come out of this and manifest from it? Oh boy. Um personally in each person or well, or what you know you I could offer? you you could start from um if you would, uh, because there are there are many people who are sensing and, and feeling these things that you're talking about, that something's different and something is changing in their lives. And many people have some fear around this sensing of change in their lives. What are some of the things that you would say to them that could support them through the process? Well, fear, of course, is, is false evidence appearing real. It's That's that place we automatically go to, all humans you know, end up in their mind and, you know, becoming really honest with yourself and acknowledging, you know, what what is this fear and where is it coming from? What is it, you know, what is it really? And it shows up in the body as as an emotion of some kind. Mm -hmm. So through meditation, through pure silence, through... A, you know, an energy session, Reiki session, you know, I can help them, guide them, and pinpoint mm-hmm. what where that is coming from and what is it. And to be able to go from that place of panic, which is the ego mind, totally the ego mind, anxiety, worry, depression, all of that is, is in the head, and be able to, to get out of there and come come into your your body and the essence of who you are um, it it literally takes that charge out of it it mm-hmm. it slows that fear down it it tempers it tremendously yes. so that you're able to uh, from your own intuition make that next step forward and you're led to guided to and shown you know every person place or thing that will help you along the way if you're open to it. Right. But getting out of that fear is just literally being able to get out of the mind, and it all boils down to surrender and 
some form of leap of faith, faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't, a lot of times we don't trust ourselves for, for whatever reason. There's, you know, countless endless reasons. could be family patterns, thoughts, thought forms, um, interferences, whatever. There's mm-hmm. a multitude of things. The fear getting, that that is greater than than their own inner wisdom that can guide them. Is that what you mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And getting past that, I mean, and eventually people do, because you get to the point where, you know, the, the fear of doing nothing and, you know, and having that same feeling stay with you is greater than if you change it somehow. Mm-hmm. So... Allowing, surrendering, being open to, and trusting your gut, trusting something in that, you know, there's a place in your body that it's like a, an alarm. Mm-hmm. It helps it, it guides you. It totally guides you and takes you into, you know, sp- spirit rather than, which is intuition. It's that soft, all-knowing, if you can quiet that mind. Yes. All and most of the things that we worry about and the places we go, they never happen. Mm-hmm. So it's just being able to get to the root of what is going on with somebody, and you, I can do that through a reading or a Reiki session or you know, literally just talking. Mm-hmm. And, and so, open. Oh, I'm sorry. Figure it Continue. out. Yes, yes. And so the rewards for getting out of your mind, and that's an expression that's used um, often by many teachers, um, understanding the idea that the mind um, holds those patterns and thought forms and uh, experiences of the past that sometimes create an illusion of what um, your true life experience can be. Um, And there can be more in your life that, that expands beyond that uh, but if you're more uh, attuned to what's going on in your mind than you are to your inner wisdom that, that comes from the heart and soul of who you are, the source, then, uh, you know, and there are many rewards for uh, pointing your direction and attention to that inner wisdom. I, I believe that um, you become more aware of your spiritual nature that way. You gain new perspectives on your journey. You're more present to that source connection. And then the worlds open up more for your ability to stay tuned in. And so there are different practices that you that you do yourself personally even that support you in, in your process of staying tuned in. Would you share about some of those? Sure. I I have always found that being in a place literally of, of silence, whether it's fully meditating, which I, I enjoy doing, um, that quiet, quiet space uh, where there are no literally as few sounds as possible and definitely no no phones no computers no nothing nothing to deflect because we are a society that deflects it's really easy to do oh i've got to finish that before i can sit down or i've got to do you know before i can be with me because all your stuff comes up when you're quiet and it's like it kind of it gets you charged up so mm-hmm. the longer you do it and the more practice 
it it definitely you're able to let that I'm able to let that go and I'm able to get centered very you know pretty quickly now and and dump all of that mind stuff and dump the day. So I do spend time in the morning and in the evenings for sure clearing my own mind space and getting in touch with spirit and my higher self, connecting with my higher self so that I am you know in my body and and connected to higher self as well. And I right. being in nature as much as possible is good. You know, time constraints with with work definitely comes into play and then I I also have my own clearings, my own modalities that I choose and I you know, I have a, I work with a shaman and there's a lot of these things that she has has cleared as far as interferences mm-hmm. that you can call them past lives or you can call them DNA, family lineage that you, that that we pack around for eons at a time. Um I have clearings from her and I have my own cranial work done and Reiki and mm-hmm. this supports my my particular life and mm-hmm. it has it hel- it's helped me tremendously. Um, and also journaling, I believe, is another tool that you use that that helps you to, as you put earlier, um, where you dump the day, <laughs> you dump the things from the day that that you don't want to carry into your evening and and the next day. That's one of the places that you put it. Definitely, I do. I I jot things down. A lot of you know, f- free flow writing. Definitely, and I'm channeled too, and things. Yeah, it's very clearing to write. It's very clearing, and then go back and look at things, and you can see where you were and how much you've changed in sometimes a very short period of time. A lot of wisdom comes through as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely, there's something something so liberating about getting brutally honest with yourself (laughs) (laughs) and really wanting to. There is. There's just. Wow, there's a lot of ahas and epiphanies, and and I think that you know change is is somewhat scary for people, but it's it's good. It's always good. It's always better. And that leap of faith and that trust it always it always boils down to surrender, faith, mm-hmm. trust. And you have a very powerful connection with um, your dog, who is now on the other side, Mocha. And this uh, beloved partner to you when when Mocha was here on the earth and in body and now on the other side, but you still have a a very powerful connection and your ability to receive communication from Mocha has also been a a guiding force in your life as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mocha shows up. It's it's you know not as often as she used to, but she definitely she comes into certain clients that she knew while she was still here. She'll come into sessions with them, and she shows up in my car. <laughs> She's in my back seat, mm-hmm. and or at the foot of my recliner, and yeah, and it's always always for guidance, always for some some 
space I'm in that I need to make a decision or I might be confused or whatever. She's very, she's extremely aware of where I am throughout all of my shifts and changes and this whole path. And she shows up at the at the best times, just like a friend. Yes, and one of the beautiful things. Yes, exactly. And and I I recall some of the stories that you've shared with me about Mocha, and uh, one in particular just really stands out. Is and and I don't even remember all the details, but I remember the essence of it. And and there's so much unconditional love that she brings when she uh, perhaps brings something up that. you know, you might be self-judging on about, but the way she communicates with you is so loving and so non-judgmental, and and it it always seems to be that aha for you that helps you to shift. Oh yeah, she's she definitely was such a big part of of any time that I thought that I well when I didn't trust myself. Um whether it be with my gifts or on my path or whatever, she was right there. She literally could just, she'd just stare at me. There was just a look mm-hmm. she had on her face. Come on. When we would walk, she would, I would be getting a lot of intuitive hits and, you know, messages, and I would want to go home, and she'd literally stop and pull. She'd pull, and you know, you'd, let's go for a little longer. We'd walk a few more blocks or another mile or whatever, and more stuff would come. I would get more messages. She was literally telling me, showing me what my work was going to be before she left. It was mm-hmm. very fascinating. She was and very human. Very, She wasn't a dog. She was definitely a being. And she'd stare at me until I, until she knew I got it. And then she'd mm-hmm. lay down and sigh, or she'd roll her eyes, because that's what dogs do. They don't <laughs> have an ego. So she'd give me a dirty look, like, geez, it's not <laughs> catching on, because she knew everything. Way ahead of time. She was pretty incredible. And that's the same way that she comes in now during those times. I, You know, I just see her in a different, you know, she's obviously not physically here, but she, I still see her, yeah. Well, I know that she's also been a good support in helping you to move into a space of experiencing self-love as well. And that's another part of the topic that we really want to touch on um, as much as, with as much time as we have. And so I wanted to ask you if you would if you would even start with just the idea of what is self-love? I mean, there you know, it's kind of elusive for a lot of people. There are many different ideas and and um schools of thought on it, but from your perspective, what would you say self-love really is? Yeah, it's it's definitely um not necessarily it certainly doesn't come on, come in a box or i mean self nurture is very very important but do we we are the hardest on ourselves than than anybody i mean would we treat our friends and our loved ones the way we treat ourselves if you ask your you know when things are going through your mind it's usually that self punishment that self deprecating stuff that we go through and we can say, oh, I'm good at this, or I'm good at that, or I really do love myself. But do we? You know, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a very, very, um, it's something that we're all 
wanting to attain while we're here. That's something mm-hmm. that we all have in common, for sure. And looking looking inside and really getting to know yourself and mm-hmm. being gentle with yourself and the process of healing things and supporting things and your dark side as well, you know, your shadow yes. side. Everything, the whole gamut, loving those aspects of yourself as well, not just... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm good at this or I'm good at that, but really, really loving every the whole your 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 soul, mm-hmm. and it's a different view when you do that. Yes. Um, but to take one, you know, whatever aspect or whatever comes up for you each day, what you know, something comes up for all of us every morning before you know. I set an intention before I even put my feet on the floor. What is up for me today? What there's a, there's some piece of me that I would like to spend time with. Good, bad, or indifferent, or there is no good, no bad. I mean, it's, it is what it is. And really getting to know that, being honest about it, and loving it anyway. Right. You know, love love is love shouldn't hurt, and love ever. I mean, it it it, it just is. It literally just is. It's not confusing. It's not anything. And if we can apply that within, you know, as within, so without, you know, that's, but getting mm-hmm. there and, and attaining that is, I think, interesting for everybody, all day long, right. every day, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. really, it's a very, does, do, does anybody really do that, fully, it's mm-hmm. thing that we're, it's, it's, a, it's a work in progress, or a, 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 piece of us that you know, something new comes up all the time. Yes. And, and as you mentioned the uh shadow side that, that comes up, it's it's just those parts of ourselves that may still be in the dark, but they are also our teachers. They are there to show us parts of ourselves that are still yet to be acknowledged and understood and and experiencing non-judgment toward those parts of ourselves where the love can come in and shine light on those areas. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and because we, everybody has them, everybody, and it's it's a matter of allowing yourself to be vulnerable, you know, and bring it in. Mm-hmm. Let it look at it, not deflect from it, not run from it. Oh, I don't do that. Well, sure you do. You know, everybody has something, mm-hmm. and it's okay to to hold space for that. Right. Look at it and and know it, and um, not judge it. You know, like you said, there's there is no judgment. It just is. Another area that seems to come up for people when they're working with self love is everyone has needs and sometimes it it seems as though um it can be challenging when parts of those needs um are are to be met by the help and support of others as well and asking and reaching out for that help that's sometimes difficult for people would you would you talk about that for a moment and how people can perhaps shift that a little too uh, everybody should ask for help 
and I think it's more difficult for women to do that because they're they're you know by nature caretakers and putting everybody else first and how can I help you and how can I fix this and with their kids and their spouses whatever trying to do wear a gazillion different hats um but asking, asking, start with, start with a friend. I, I mean, I didn't have an easy time asking for help at all, not at all when I first started on this path. Now I have no problem whatsoever, none mm-hmm. whatsoever. I think once you start doing it, it gets easier, to be honest with you. I really do. Once you realize the benefits um, and how much of a relief and a burden is lifted by just saying dot, 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 I'm a little mm-hmm. confused. Could you help me clarify this? And do you have any idea what direction, or do you know of somebody? Or there's just so so many avenues to to getting help out there. It's, it's incredible. Yes. And all of these modalities and um, all of this healing work, there, there tons of them complement one another. There's just a really lovely network of people. There's a lot of really great great resources out there. And it just takes asking that one one time, and it will. I think it comes easier. Yes, um, I really do. But it's it's huge. Otherwise, you just you rattle around in your head. It's like being you know stuck in a shoebox and you can't get out. It's it's when things are heavy, and there's that much confusion. Definitely ask mm-hmm. for help, and you will be guided. Ask for ask, you know, spirit. Please connect me to the person that is for my higher good at this time in my life, to the next Mm -hmm. level of where I need to be. Show me. There's different ways to ask, of course. Right. Yes. Well, what what would be one of the ways that you feel is is uh, the most universal way for asking? Most universal way is you know asking from you know source. Mm-hmm. What the source is for for you, whoever that may be, right? Starting there, and here I am. Use me, lead me. You know, show me the way, connect me, because help always comes in the form of of a human being somehow, some way. I mean, you could I, you know, whenever I've asked for help from source, it always shows up through another person. I could have a question that's been eating me or, you know, tapping at me or whatever, and somebody could answer it in the grocery store. They have no idea. <laughs> that, was, that was my answer, and they have yes. no clue. So it's we are, it's amazing how we're all connected, mm-hmm. you know. I love it when people are like, oh, it's such a coincidence to run into such... No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. They were planted there specifically to help you or you to help them. It's... It's all divinely guided and in perfect timing, but people are funny. Such a coincidence. And yes. <laughs> the synchronicity now. That's where we're uh-huh. going with that, yes. Uh-huh. James Redfield did such a powerful job with his book, The Celestine Prophecy, really honing in on what synchronicity is and how it works in the world and in our lives. 
And so, yes, it's so true. And you never know when you are that synchronistic connection for someone else. You may say something not even realizing if you are the person in the grocery store saying something to someone else that, that, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I've had people, you know, I ran across your card or, you know, like it just, or it kept falling out of a drawer or something, and it's time to come and see me. And it just, it just uh, that, was not, that was not an accident. It didn't literally just fall out of your drawer, but maybe it did. Um, yeah, it's, people are funny. Yes. It's interesting how it's, we're all connected. We are completely mm-hmm. all connected and here to help each other. And And those are things that people are noticing more, actually. The synchronicities and and I, things yeah, that I do. show up. Just such, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing so, happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have some wonderful stories there. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's useful, too, to explore the places where we see what's holding us back from asking for help. And it, and it could be individual for just about anyone, and and recognizing, too, that um, sometimes when we are pointed in a direction by a, a synchronicity or something like that, um, to not jump into discouragement too quickly if it doesn't happen as fast as we might uh, expect it to or in the way that we might expect it to, to follow the energy and see where it takes us before we jump in too quickly and judge it for something that it's not. Right. That's that's that whole mind piece. It's that being able to step back and allow the synchronicities to occur rather than trying to hop in, get out of our bodies basically and lean into things and try to control them and try to um, literally control how they happen, when they happen, and the way in which we think they're supposed to happen, because it doesn't work that way. Nothing ever happens how you think it will. Nothing. When when has it? I mean, really. Mm -hmm. If you look back on any of the major events in your life, nothing's ever happened the way I thought it would. So you learn how to work with the universe or, you know, trust it um, and not Mm -hmm. put that, that mind piece in it. Right. So, yeah, allowing those synchronicities to occur, um, and realizing when when fear does come up and discouragement comes up, and um, such and such didn't get back to me when I when I thought they should have, or dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. Um, just allowing things, allowing. And I, as a society, we don't have any patience. I mean, it's a four-letter word for sure. But you learn, though, as, as, yes. as you go through these things, you learn. The process. And, mm-hmm. and how it works, and, how the universe works. Mm-hmm. And doing this compassionately. You know, I know you've spoken of that many times in a lot of your work. I, you're, in fact, I want to I wanna, uh, remind our listeners that your website, is filled with information about, uh, it it talks about your journey as to how you came into the work that you're doing. And uh, there are some uh, pieces of um, 
you know, uh, you have a Facebook page where you share some of your wisdom in blogs and uh, and in posters and so forth on your Facebook page, which is Anne Bibby Intuitive Healer, and your website is annebibby.com, and Bibby is spelled B-I-B-B-E-Y, correct? Yes. Yes. So annebibby.com, I want to remind people that you can, that's one of the ways that you can connect with Anne. Uh, if you're interested in reaching out to her and and perhaps getting a, a reading from her, if you're now you are located in uh, Colorado, northern Colorado, but people can reach out to you if they want to get readings by phone, of course, as well, and and that works very well too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I do a lot of phone sessions, sometimes Skype and sometimes just a you know phone session. But yes, I do different time Great. zones. Good. And then and then and also when you're when you're talking about self love, I want to get back to that for just a second. Um I know that when you talk about the veils, it's it's the layering of those veils opening up and and blossoming. It's it's literally a blossoming like a rose or a you know, a, a lotus. And we're coming into our authentic selves. And that is where that compassion comes in and that is something that I know you've talked about is self-compassion is also a part of self-love and so for yourself when you are in one of the hardest places and you know that when you notice that you are being more self-judging rather than compassionate what is the thing that pulls you back to center Um, for for me personally, it, it's 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 a feeling. It is really a, it's it's very noticeable when I go to a place that isn't nice to me. It it jolts me. It's like I get a physical hit, like right smack in the heart, and mm-hmm. realize I need to slow down, be kind to myself, give myself patience and rest and quiet time and I listen to my body to be honest with you I've come to mm-hmm. the knowing that it will show up in my body for sure so and there are signals people, that your body that, gives you is that mm-hmm. what you're referring to signals mm-hmm. I'll get a zing in my in in my like the heart it's it I'll, I'll know when I'm not being when I'm pushing myself or having expectations or or my mind is telling me something that the rest of me is like whoa slow down slow down this isn't, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do, literally. And, and that's your self-love. Uh-huh. And I'm much, and more, you treat, much more passionate. And you treat yourself like your own best friend in that way. Yes. I mean, I certainly try to in all areas, absolutely. Because I, I get my own attention. My body will tell me <laughs> without mm-hmm. being nice. <laughs> so back up, slow down, be yeah, definitely. But it's so interesting how we go back in patterns, patterns beget patterns, and and boy, they I recognize them pretty quickly. Whereas I, I was probably just I, I either didn't recognize them or they just went on and on and on and on and on. So 
yeah, well, the body and the body is filled with um, with message, you know, with messages. We get messages mm-hmm. all of the time, and if we don't heal the emotions around the organs, it's the organs that get sick. Period. So, when a gut feeling, which is part of our our physical makeup, that gut feeling shows up, and you're saying slow down so that you can tune in and listen to what the message might be. What is your body telling you? Wonderful tips for helping us to embrace more self-love in our lives. And thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll have to have you back on again so that we can delve deep, deeper into some of these other topics that we only got to touch on. But uh, I so much appreciate you and the work that you're doing. I know that your your work is really helping uh you know, with your teaching and so forth, there's there's just a, a plethora of wisdom that you have to share, and and um, many people are grateful for you. Thank you again for joining me on the show. Thank you, Claire. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. All right. Yeah, and I'd love to come back. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, you take good care, and also I want to remind uh, the listeners that uh, your website, once again, is com, and you can find her on Facebook as well, Anne Bibby Intuitive Healer. And I also want to remind you that uh, as you have tuned in, we have uh, many more shows coming up, and stay tuned for more uh, enlightening conversations. You can connect with me through my website at lightedpaths.org, You can also find info about my book, Mary's Miracles and Messages, A True Story of a Visionary's Journey, as well, on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Please join us again for more conversations to uplift and inspire. Be well and peace, everyone.